I'm Sharon Batters, and this is the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And as we get closer to Christmas, I'm so grateful that you are joining us for this Christmas series called Journey to Christmas with the Midwives of the Messiah. Our devotional today is called God is Always Up to Something, and today's treasure, again, is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Throughout the Psalms, we read the lament, How long, O Lord, how long? Many of you whisper or shout that question every day, numerous times a day. A prodigal child, an abusive husband, too many bills, no job, broken relationships, unending grief, childhood memories of abuse and abandonment. Take your pick. The cries of how long from the psalmist comforted and encouraged me in my own grief journey. What encouraged me even more was how their laments led them to trust the Lord no matter what. When their eyes lifted upward away from their circumstances toward their faithful God, He filled them with hope. God called on each woman in the genealogy of Jesus to hard places. Surely they struggled to fix their eyes on their God rather than their circumstances. And surely the history of their God working behind the scenes fueled their resolve to keep their eyes fixed on Him. Sometimes when we are hurting, we conclude the only resources that can help us are specifically about our circumstances. For instance, when we lost Mark, I read every book I could find on grief. Though many were helpful, they weren't enough. I needed all of Scripture. Watching God work behind the scenes in the lives of of these very people through whom the Messiah would come encouraged me to trust He was working behind the scenes in my life as well. The book of Exodus traces the suffering of God's people in Egypt. Though they suffered because they intentionally worshipped other gods, surely the enslaved Israelites wondered where God was when Pharaoh ruthlessly made the people of Israel work as slaves and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in all kinds of work in the field, as we read in Exodus chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. What about when Pharaoh feared the way the Israelites were multiplying and established a law for population control as we read in Exodus 1.16? When you serve as midwife to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it's a daughter, she shall live. God appeared to have left the building, but the Hebrew midwives feared God and refused to obey the Pharaoh's command. They let the little boys live. In response to Pharaoh's demand for them to answer why these boys survived, the brave women responded, as we read in Ephesians 1, verse 19. The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. God seemed absent as these courageous women stood their ground, fearing for their lives. But was he? Was he absent? In Exodus 1, verses 20 through 21, we read, So God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. What a sigh of relief. God was working behind the scenes. 
Surely the tangible proof of his presence encouraged the enslaved Israelites to trust him as they waited many, many more years before God sent Moses to lead his children to freedom. The journey of the Israelites parallels our own relationship to God through his son, Jesus. We are on this side of the cross, so as we read the Old Testament, we can see God pulling together every little detail required for the birth of the Messiah. Are you struggling to wait on the Lord, concluding He is absent? Write out your questions in your journal and then read these passages, some of my favorite go-to verses. Take special note of each promise that though we may not see Him, God is working behind the scenes for His glory and for our good. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God. Isaiah 43, verse 2. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am He. I am He who will sustain you. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. Isaiah 46, verse 4. I will go before you and will level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. Isaiah 45, verse 3. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them, and the Lord will be with you. Second Chronicles 20, verse 17. Hear the word of the Lord. Friends, I'm Sharon Batters, and as we get closer to the holidays, I hope that you'll be very intentional about praying for God to show you who needs a touch, who needs to see Jesus, who needs to be encouraged to keep on keeping on, maybe with a scripture verse, maybe with a text, a phone call, a, a small gift, uh, just a conversation, just being there. I hope that you'll be praying specifically about how to be a biblical encourager. And if you're thinking that's just not my gift, it's not my skill, I don't know how to do it in an effective way, it feels very awkward, I want to encourage you to get a copy of my book called Treasures of Encouragement. And you can learn more about the book by going to treasuresofencouragement.org where you'll uh, get lots of free resources to help you better understand what it means to be a biblical encourager. This book is designed for individuals, but also small groups, and there is a leader's guide. So treasuresofencouragement.org, check it out. And you might even want to give the book as a gift to a friend. I'm Sharon Betters, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.